0: Hello, welcome to the Professional Insights Podcast. Thank you very much for listening and subscribing uh, and sharing and caring, because sharing is caring. Uh, we want to thank our uh, sponsors, Brand Boulevard, for helping hey, us, like um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sponsoring, even though we can't sponsor anything right now, give anybody anything right now because of the virus. Um, my name thank is Gregory.
1: I'm Jeff Collins. Josh Bond and Trevor
0: Lindy. Uh, so just wanted happy to recap. Huh? Happy New Year to happy everybody. Year. Oh, Happy New Year. Yes, yes, yeah, that's hello, right. We're Goodbye,
2: 2020, this. and hello, 2021. We're Hopefully recording better.
0: this on January 7th, 2021. I'm not a big New Year's resolution kind of a guy. Never really have been. Um, big on the party side of things, like, you know, like to celebrate and what have you, but could have really, like, I'm not, like, I've never been a guy that- well, Just take a been, look at that, your background. Yeah, well, Scottish, right, exactly.
1: No, but I mean all the bottles on your shelf. Oh, yeah, that's right, Right. on my
0: background, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I said, Scottish. Yeah, Scottish, like I said, Scottish. (laughs) Um, I hear it kills the virus. Um, (laughs) My whole thing, I guess, but I have never, ever wanted um, something to, a year to end so badly than this one. But is Yet, it
2: better now than it was? Well, no, course? I'm just saying, like, I've never wanted to close out worse. a
0: year. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, but there's just one thing I, I, I've i just been thinking about, like, when we entered this in, and this is more to Jeff and then to Josh. Um, I was just kind of, like, thinking about it, going, like, some industries had some pretty banging years, like, a great year, like, record-breaking years. Well, second half of the year. Um. So... I guess on the real estate side of things, not, Oh yeah. Real estate slash building side of things, bridge and quarry. Okay. I'm, I'm doing a, I'm doing a drop. I'm doing a bridge and quarry. You mm-hmm. like to build, you like to build quality homes or whatever your tagline is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to comment on, on that? It's and then over to, to Josh.
2: Yeah. Well, as far as the year, I, I wouldn't say all of 2020 was an amazing year. It, it kind of started out like everybody in March 11th. That That's the date I always kind of, pick it with. And uh, it was just a ghost town for two months. Nobody moved. Nobody left. Everybody was fearful. You know, we'll dub
1: it Rudy Gobert Day,
2: right? Rudy Gobert I It's called the NBA shutdown. I don't want to give him that much credit for it, even though he just got a <laughs> $200 million contract for 10 points a game. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it kind of goes when, when the NBA shut down. We've talked about it before. At that moment, it was basically two months of shutdown for real estate. As far as our brokerage, we weren't sure what's going to happen. People were laid off people bunkered down. You know, you got to realize real estate has a lot of, the average age in real estate is about 55. So you've got older people that are definitely scared about their health, so they stayed home. Uh, But then March, April, pretty much mid-May, it opened back up where we were allowed to start showing houses. We were deemed essential, so we always were, but we were more fearful and nobody knew what was happening. Um, But then the second half of the year, as you know, Josh and Trevor, was just haywire like i just got my numbers for october 1st to december 31st and i had a good year for those three months never mind you know <laughs> it was a good year and it was shocking i had to double check it actually but it's just because I, I couldn't keep up like i was stressed out it was it was non-stop and that's just in the real estate standpoint um but building me as a builder Um, because all the GTA people who, you know, are the most fearful of the numbers being most out of hand in Peel and Toronto and York, um, a lot of them are coming down to Niagara. They're cashing out essentially. And if you look and drive around Niagara, you just see building everywhere, subdivisions going up and and public notice sites and construction. And and to me, I think real estate and building have kind of kept the economy somewhat afloat. Mm Mm-hmm if you look at building, you have so many trades people that are getting paid. You're getting, you know, uh, um, people on the the paper trail to kind of getting paid too, and it's just nonstop. And, and real estate had an influx of 19% in Niagara last year, and they're actually predicting 12% in 2021 too. So it's it's actually come where it's almost unaffordable to buy a house at, at 400,000 and below right now. Like it's it's trying to find houses. Me and Trevor have a client right now. I'm looking for. And literally every house I look at is, is anywhere from five to 15 offers on it. And even houses that have stuff that I don't recommend people buying. I have to say, look, this is what you get for that price. Now Mm -hmm. we're going to have to, to to make exceptions here and get stuff renovated or repaired in order to do it. Because anything remotely decent is, is five to 15 offers. And I, I think that will slow down because right now there's no snow on the ground. So it's active. The moment you get that snow dump, which everyone thinks, Oh, we're going to get away this year. We're not going to get away with it. It's going to happen near the end of January, early February. You'll have three to four weeks of snow on the ground and you will see a pause in the market. You know, it may, maybe not because I'm telling my clients that's the time to strike. If we can, I have to get out there, put my boots on and get working. Um, but, but March, April for me, hang on to your shoes. It's going to be even crazier than the last quarter of 2020. Like I'm like, oh my God! I don't, I don't, I don't even. Well, it's kind of funny.
0: It's kind of funny you say that because I remember when the GDP numbers came out. uh, I want to say towards the end of 2016. Um, you know, the the provincial government of Ontario at the time released like something like 2.8 percent GDP growth, 3.2 percent GDP growth, something ridiculous. A third of that came from construction. Yeah. So, like, when you stripped out construction like you were literally taking out about 1.2% gdp growth i mean and and i always say this to everyone uh, you're 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 not exaggerating at all if you've never bought a house forget about building a house if you've never bought a house you have you can once you do you fully understand the economic impact that a house a, a house purchase has and the spiraling off effects that it has. I mean, your moving trucks, your all your you know your lenders, and,
3: all the other businesses connected all the bi- to like, lawyers, the, like, the, like the, lawyers, the realtors, broker, your
0: mortgage brokers, broker, your lawyers, broker, like title search, all of that stuff. It, it, it's insanity. Then mm. if you build on top of that, oh my god! Like you have, I don't know how many contractors on 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 average on a house. Like it's insane. So. Yeah, it does. Now, Josh, like, how was your year? Uh, well, see, know, being a lawyer, you you know, you guys struggle from time to time being a lawyer, so not you know struggling making ends meet. So, how did you? How did the lawyers do this year, um, Josh? Um, it
1: it was a really weird year. Um, it was a really odd year.
0: Um,
1: I mean, our, our our first quarter was really strong, strongest first quarter I've had in my eighteen year career, then this thing happened, and we carried decent volume for March and April. But you have to understand and i 've said this before on here if Jeff is slow in march April beginning of may, there's a six week to about an eight week lag before I get slow, right, so my slowdown was predominantly in may. June. Yeah. And June is historically our busiest month. Right. And we had, I would say maybe 60% of our volume, maybe 65 and we, we did okay. Right. Cause I mean, we've got a lot of, we work with a lot of good agents, a lot of good lenders, uh, Trevor, Jeff included in that. Right. Um, so they, you know, still stuff coming in amidst what we were dealing with. But then July hit, and I mean, our volume spiked almost a hundred percent relative to what we were accustomed to, right? So it was literally like the tap went on full blast, and we were just holding on, and you know what I mean, and just
2: plowing through everything. And business is done so differently then, too, right? Like it's 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 yeah. tougher for the meetings in general. You have to do Zoom signings and stuff like that. And and yeah. for me as a real estate agent, I just thought it today again. We have a. I have a house closing tomorrow. A listing you didn't get. It, it was another. I tried, Um, but I have to put the lockbox on there, just so that the owners can take the key out. And then as soon as they take the key out, I have to to run over there and take it off right away because they no longer want to be bothered with the lockbox on. Yep. Right. So yep. that's that's a COVID kind of thing that they have to do. So there's all these little nuances that have been added from COVID, which which will be funny looking back on it five ten years. And, and don't I don't mean funny because there's a lot of people no. losing their lives and all it's the it's, quirks it's, it's, yeah yeah it's like nice. you've seen them like it's now, now looking back i don't know if you've ever watched a, a tv show called superstore it's really funny no anyways they didn't an, they're starting to record shows right now during covid right so you see it reflecting in tv because actors are back to work and they show stuff where everyone's got the longer hair you know where' because we can get the haircuts <laughs> yeah. and they got all the masks on the ground and stuff like that and and you know when you get one worker going to the other worker, and they're they're closer than six feet, and one person whoa 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 get back, you know six feet, and you know huh. all those little quirks that that we're we're learning how to live with right now, especially when you go to the store and you're six feet apart waiting in line. You know it's 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 kind of neat because you'll look back and hopefully everything will be good, and you'll get back through it and say Do you remember those days how crazy it was living through the pandemic, and the same quirks happen in, in real estate and lie, You know, like it's it's, yep. it's crazy.
1: Yeah, we saw we saw everybody virtually for a period of. Four to six weeks. And that was catastrophic, I suppose, right? Because you've got to imagine for the lay person who's of moderate age and somewhat technologically savvy, not so bad. But a lot of people selling houses or retirees in their 70s, 80s, people in uh,
2: old age homes have, tre- you know what I mean? So, some of them were okay, a, but then. A crazy example of that is I had a, a buyer from Peterborough who wanted to come down and buy during this. They wanted to get out of Peterborough, come to Niagara, and they literally couldn't make the drive down without having to stop somewhere to pee, and there was no place that was open to let them pee. So they're like, I can't make the drive. <laughs> it was, you know, for a guy, it would be no problem stopping the side of the road whatever, but for yeah. a, a female, you know, she's like, I can't make the drive down. We'll have to wait until I can make the drive. That's a two-and-a-half-hour, three-hour drive, so I can go to, you know, Tim Hortons, whatever. To, to
0: right, hear. a bathroom.
2: No, and my wife went the other day, and Tim Hortons wasn't allowed to. She was allowed to go to bathroom there. So that's happening again right now. Yep. She's not from far
1: enough up north because the northern girls, they learn the pee standing up. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: there's there's girls down here that do it too. I'm not going to name any. Names, but they'll do it, but you know those those are the difficulties there. But the yeah. difficulties when you got double business going on and working through that too, it's severe burnout. Like I was burnt out by Christmas, like completely. And it was nice because Christmas shut down pretty much, but like it's bad. We're in a lockdown. What's, uh, so what
0: are we foreseeing? What, what are they calling for, for 2021? I'll first go to Jeff and then I'll go to, um, uh, Josh on that one. Cause there's, you know, that you said oh, before, before you get, before we get into it, I just want to make a
1: comment that for some reason, 2020 was a banner year for us.
2: Oh, for me, I broke my housing
3: broke. friendly recession. That's what a lot of economists are saying.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Right. We, we were in a housing friendly recession for some reason, the housing market just, and, and all those closely connected to it, just kept ticking along and, you know, mind you again, if you Increased. look at your numbers, yeah, increase. Well,
2: but, right. but people look at the numbers and, and the real estate market went up 19% in 2020. on an average house price of $500,000, right? Yeah, Like most people made 100 grand over the year and they're predicting 12%. So I think people are looking back and thinking, oh my God, there's a lot of money to be made in real estate. You know, 31% over two years is what they're predicting right now because 12% going up in in 2021, that might even be modest. I don't know. It's hard to believe that it can sustain this because like what you get for $400,000 right now you'd be disgusted looking at it, you know, saying that, but, and I'm telling people still, like, if you get that, you're, you're, you're doing 12%, okay. 12% ahead. You got to get in the market. And the problem with the buyers today is they want that almost brand new house. Yeah. 400000 You can't get that. No. Get a semi. From, like but from $400,000, you are looking at crawl space houses, knob and tube wiring.
0: So So twelve percent 12, so growth on average for the province of Ontario is what they're calling for.
2: For for yeah, for, well, for Niagara is what they're stating for 20. Niagara.
0: Niagara specifically.
1: What about our growth? cottage? Our cottage. We're understanding from what our association is saying. Went up the properties in Meaford sixty eight percent.
2: Oh my God! God. Wow. Well, and you look at calling with our Blue Mountain one. We've gone up substantially. Like we bought 100%. it at 150, I think, a year and a half ago, and same same unit that was not as updated as ours was selling for 650. You know, I like bet you even crazy. more, Jeff. Well, it's crazy though because we're going to eat everything in January, which was the hot season for for ski season, right? Yeah, you can't rent those. So eight <sighs> eight thousand, nine thousand dollars in income. Shot that, but we're making ten thousand dollars a month on on equity right now. Like it's, we're like whatever, ride it out. You know what are you going to do? Like we're going to cost a bit right there. But but as far as the forecast for for 12 percent is what they're saying right now. We'll see. You know, a lot of times they might be under forecasting, over forecasting. My prediction is that it's busy right now because there's no snow. I think snow is going to hit and it's going to slow down the GTA market from coming down, which will allow some Niagara people to buy. But there's not much inventory, which is still the reason. It's going up quite a bit because everything on the market goes multiple offers. As far as building my career in building, we've closed and completed 12 houses so far in four years of doing it. We have to do 13 houses completed, moved in, in 2021 alone. That's what we have in the books right now. So that's what we've got to complete. We're also looking at 15 townhouses that we want to take on for 2021 So there's potential to have started and potentially completed 28 houses where in four years prior, we've done 12. That's how this scale's going for it. Now, my concern is when you look around Niagara, building's abundant right now. Okay. But most builders, when they do it, they do it in phases because they get financing for phases, right? So you'll sell phase one and then you go to phase two. Phase two goes up in price. You sell phase two, you go to phase three. That goes up in price, right? But if you drive around, because I am looking for land everywhere, and I think the thing that's the most difficult is everyone says, "Well, I want to build." I, I got, I got fifty clients looking for land that they want to build on right now. But when the lot hits MLS, twenty no. percent over price from the value, and this is the problem because people are saying, "Well, I want to build a house and blah 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 blah." If you're paying three hundred thousand for a modest lot right now, right? From a builder's standpoint, you're going to have to build a million dollar house to make a profit of 10 to 15% off that to run your business. Otherwise, the numbers don't make sense because you can't buy a $300,000 lot, pay $50,000 for a permit. Right. No, and then build a house for $200,000. It it doesn't make sense, especially in the climate it's in right now because most people know about this right now or have heard about it. Trusses have gone up 50%. Yeah. Lumber's gone up. Uh windows have gone up. Windows, a lot of windows around Niagara come from the states, the glass. Not the vinyl parts, but the glass. Getting them over the border right now is a nightmare. Backed up two, three months. You back up stuff and you want it still, guess what? Price goes up. Price goes up. So that modest house that, for example, us were building for five hundred thousand dollars. We closed one with you, Josh. We had uh Clients from Fort Erie, Alex and uh, Tatiana, and they bought a house. They bought for five hundred thousand dollars. That same house now, to build the exact same thing as a builder, you gotta you gotta charge six hundred thousand for it
3: to
1: make twenty
2: percent. Just because of money.
3: the just because of the, the increase on exp- uh, um, supplies,
2: increase on supplies and all that stuff. Wow. Yeah, because you're looking Your at
3: contractors,
1: plus, everything probably is more in demand, products, right?
2: Trusses, windows, shingles, everything. All these people are getting paid in that Our profit margin actually goes down because our cost increases, same amount of money of potentially we're making. Like they, well, they especially
0: did- especially when you've especially when you've signed a contract, right? And you would have signed a contract, let's say a couple months ago, right? And so you're 12 months. 12 you're, months you're, earlier. Yeah, you're 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 locking in you're locking in pricing. And yeah. these economic situations, which Trevor and I are going to get into probably in the next episode on interest rates and supply and what have you, supply of money, um, you know, it's just driving up costs. And then you, you still have to eat it. There's no, you can't move. You can't turn around to someone and go. We
2: ate about $25,000 on that house because we locked in a year earlier on it. And, and a lot of builder contracts have an escalator clause in there. Yes, they do. You know, it so if trust goes up, sorry, guess what? That that house you thought you're buying for, seven twenty-five, which is an average house price for a new build for family these days, you're going to pay seven. Well, $7. so then
0: this, and then just so we don't go over uh, a time, but I mean, we are pro, uh, we're at twenty minutes now, but still, like I want to kind of in that case, then and maybe this is also a Trevor, uh question as well. You have that escalator. You've been pre-approved for a five hundred thousand dollar home after five percent. You know you know, 5% down, um, you know, you're left with, let's say a $450,000 mortgage or whatever the case may be. Um, how do you then turn around and not all builders would do that. How do you then say, uh, your house is now worth 600,000 because of all these, these increases. And we have the escalator clause. Well, now you need to have at least a $30,000 down payment, not a $25,000 one. And your mortgage is now 570, not, you know, four, four uh,
3: 475. Would that be um, if, it, if the numbers work, right. It That's comes down point. to it. If the numbers work, otherwise, yeah, that person might be out of pocket, potentially in breach of contract, unable to close because but if we've like
2: got up a contract when they're signing it, Josh would look over a contract for people like that. A lot of times they have lawyer approval on that. And sure. Say, Here's your escalator clause. You could go up 20% in material costs. That's not in labor typically. Labor usually stays about the same. They do right. a little bit, yep. but materials are what go up quite a bit, you know? And then it's permits too that they can change too. Like it's it's crazy. People just think that we're making more money as a builder. No, it's just more costs that we're incurring in most cases. Yeah. You know? yep. Builders are going to say, hey, the difference for us, the way we look at it, we're providing the land. So we don't do an escalator clause. You said, hey, Jeff, I've got this piece of land here. I want you to build for us. We're hiring you to contract the house out. we said, say, well, that's fine. Escalator clause going in there. And then there's another clause that you can add in there because if you're digging the foundation, a lot of times you have no idea what's down in, in the dirt until you get down there. It could be yeah. underground river or something like that, you know? So you got to be careful for that because the way we have our contracts right now, because we provide the land, we eat that as bridge and quarry. Okay. Which, which when you eat, it, it's not like, Oh, there's a hundred bucks out of your pocket. It's 10, 15, 20 grand that you're eating, you know? So it's, you're like, woo, you know, like.
1: <laughs> but there, there is there is a clause that you can build in you can, as well.
2: You can't accept that clause too. And they could say, well, we don't want to do that. You say, well, okay, have right. a good day. Yeah. So it depends. Are you still making money off it? Or are, are you willing to grow that brand? You know, we kind of had a, a gun to our head to get all our, our lots sold and done, which we're pretty much at that right now. So it's no problem. So we looked at short term pain for long term gain. You know, it was, it's like, are we still making money? We are. Are we growing our business? We are. Are we learning from it? Oh yeah, we're learning. Because the only way you learn in life really, in my opinion, is when you incur financial loss or emotional loss, right? Those are the things that stick in your brain the most. But when you, when you eat 15 grand on trusses that you didn't think, because you know, let's not get, you know, a pandemic hit. Nobody's expecting that. Sure. And and I'm not going to cry boo hoo because for me, the second half of the year was very lucrative, you know? So if I had to lose some money and to be honest, my clients gained, they went way ahead. They made a hundred grand before they moved in on a lot of them, you know, maybe 50 grand, 75 grand. I'm happy for it. Great. Yeah. Awesome. As
1: I'm long as you're
2: definitely.
3: making points, right?
2: Well, I'm making money, but you know what, yeah. Who, what better way to get referrals and stuff to have happy clients?
3: I was going to hey. say that that's but a they, huge you know, part, part of it. Right? To
2: say, we'll, we'll buy this too. I said, well, you're not getting the same price. So that's great that you're happy. You're not getting the same price. So <laughs> happy, the same price. Whoa, well, they can't, no, you can't. No, sorry.
3: Different time, different contracts. Time has passed, cost has gone
2: up. Same house they bought for six hundred thousand dollars now that they got for five hundred.
3: Yep,
2: and we're not making any more money. That's what people don't see. Yeah, that's right. right. You know, so so for me for twenty twenty one, I think it's going to be March before it kicks off because I think February just be the most gloomy month we're going to have in a long time people will be stuck in their house. Like, where are you going to go for a drive around when there's snow, like two feet in the ground? Probably not. Maybe it's a mild winter, but usually isn't. And then I think when the shackles come off from the weather constraints and we start opening up because the vaccine's trickling in a bit more and people feel comfortable because they can be outside again, it's going to be, oh my God, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. I think until when kids got to go back to school again, because then we say, well, you know, what are the numbers like now? How many vaccinations do we have now? That's, it's going to follow that. But March, April, like gear up, like it's going to be crazy right. for, for real estate. And, and it's going to get to a point where it is unaffordable mm-hmm. for some buyers out there. And then I think personally that you're going to see tandem buys where you might see two couples buying together, you know, just to kind of gain some equity so they can get into the market. Because as long as you're in the market, you're doing good. Well, if that's why I, I suggested that to a
0: client the other day. And she's like, you know, like how I'm going to you know, I'm saving and this, that, and the other thing, you know, I'm three to five years out and I'm like, well, all right, well, better go and talk to a mortgage broker. And, you know, obviously I dropped Trevor's name and I go, make sure you understand what you can and cannot qualify for and what your credit looks like and all that stuff. And I just basically said, don't she, she's, she's single. She has no kids, no partner, no nothing. And I just said, find a friend and just go in on a tandem buy. Well, it kind of gets messy. I'm like, well, you you know what's going to be messy is if you're saving up for a $500,000 house and in three years time, that same house is worth 700,000. That's going to be a lot more messier. So you know what, the beauty of it is your joint tenants in common. When you buy it with another person, if there's a dissolution in in the partnership and the relationship in in, in any capacity, it's, it's written in the contract. You're 50, 50, you don't right like, you can sell your share to anyone that you want to sell to. So um,
3: I've had that so conversation with a, a handful of, of clients where they are, you know, single income, no kid, and just trying to get into the housing market and they're 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 being prohibited because their income isn't enough or they don't have this, the, the enough uh, enough money to put down on a property. So I'm saying, hey, do you have any friends that you can buy a house with? Right. You're, you know, and please don't problem. go into it lightly though. Right. When I make that comment, I'm telling people, you've got to be prepared, you know, form a cohabitation agreement with that yes. person. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Make sure you do your homework. Make sure you and the partner that you're buying with have an established uh, position and goal. Right. So that they can achieve it together. Otherwise, they may never get in at the rate we're going.
2: Like like my, my tagline for buyers right now is, look, guys, you're gonna have to big borrow steal any way you can to find out a way to get a house because... Every year you're trying to buy a house that you're waiting right now it's going up it's yep. going up by ten percent what you're going to have to do to it so if For you sure. can somehow scrounge together, cohabitate look you know open minded to get it a year from now you're going to be so much farther ahead than you were if you didn't buy something so
0: okay. and to to close out to close out this this you know if I were to have gotten just to ask from your I, I don't i don't want to go into cost I, I just want to go into the ballpark. If I got my house appraised in March by a third party appraiser through the bank for mortgage reasons, am I to assume that I probably went up by another 20 points from that appraisal in in March?
2: I would make sure you check it out for each house. You be specific for it, but that's what they're saying on average right now. You should be somewhere around that.
3: You're going to have the the larger lift is going to be, yeah, the, the larger lift is going to be sub five hundred. Yes, of course. And then you know five hundred to say six six fifty, maybe even seven fifty is going to be another percentage.
2: Like, like right? I, I'll had a buyer who just buy, be a be client of yours, um, bond who who just got this. W you saw you answer the email, and she came down here, and we were looking for eight hundred thousand dollars houses in Font Hill. Yep, True story nothing, nothing at all. So me as an agent, I had to go scrounging through the expired and suspended and canceled and, you know, looking for pocket listings. And we had a client or, or another agent that I work with that said, hey, we had something we never sold before. So let's take a look at it, right? It was five doors down from a house we just lost out on. I actually personally liked it better. They couldn't sell. They were disheartened. I told my clients, I said, look, like this, this is what we just missed out on. This is what they're telling us. Take this damn thing. It's not in the market. Let's grab it and we got it, but then we had to have a relocation clause on it because it's so easy to sell right now. It's ridiculous. It's a seller's market, an extreme one. But when you got to buy, what can you do? So people want to put a relocation clause in there. So they had two weeks during Christmas to find something and they were looking for $1.2 million in Fond Hill area with a pool. <laughs> and you think it'd be super easy to find? Should be no problem, right? Nothing out there. Everything that came was, was, was multiple offers. So the other agent was like, my people needed a place to live. They were living in a basement. They came here from Washington, right? So they were, they were living in a basement at a family and running their businesses from home. And you guys are running your business from home in whole houses. Imagine doing the basement. With yeah, your kids. I, I
1: can't, uh, I can't. No.
2: These, these are, 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 you know, successful business people that are trying to do it and just, it can't happen. Right. So I told the other agent, I said, look, go surfing through the expired and canceled and suspended ones. We have access to that. We don't approach the seller, we're not allowed to do that, but we can approach the agent who had it listed before who can call them and say, hey, would you be open-minded about selling that? And then sure enough, during the Christmas break, we, I firmed my first house this year, January 1st in the afternoon. <laughs> and that's an omen for this year as far as I'm concerned. I've never, ever firmed a deal. Normally I'm laying on the couch on, on, on New Year's Day, right? You know, it's, <laughs> it's usually- Trying to survive. A little hungover, whatever, and we didn't drink anything this year. We stayed in and played, played board games with the kids. But my omen for for this year on January 1st was I firm my first deal. Nice. January 1st, and they're going to be close with it. But but you know, you talk to an agent. You can look for different options, pocket listings. You can market through social media and all that stuff. But you're going to have to be open minded if you're a buyer this year. If you're a seller, you're laughing. But if you're a seller who has to buy. Make sure you buy it before you sell. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's gonna it's gonna put some people in some weird situations because we had to extend that relocation clause for 14 days to another another eight days just to get it done. Because my people were like, "Look, if we can't get this house, we got to look for something else." And the sellers didn't want to lose the sale to have their house, so we made it happen. Great agent that worked with me, and, and it, it worked. But you're gonna be have to get creative out there. It's gonna be really tough, I think, uh, new agents out there because they're yep. gonna have to compete with, with, with experienced agents have done it. But if they're selling, they'll do a great job. If they're buying, it's going to be real tough because it's going to be multiple offers you miss out on. Oh my God. Hold on
1: to your socks. 2021
2: is going to be a wild ride too. Yeah. And the vacation is going to be in the backyard. So everybody's getting pools too. Yep. (laughs) Yep. I'm one of them. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right well thanks very much guys uh appreciate it uh thanks very much for listening again thanks for our uh uh, uh sponsors brand boulevard uh Thing and glitch. everyone that's for subscribing and listening and sharing that's and caring um anyway,
3: are podcasts are are heard they're yep. all help available us, there.
1: help us help you stay informed that's perfect
0: Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at SoundOff.network.
2: Hey, 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 hey. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the SoundOff Media Company.